Well, it is the 4th of July. I hope everybody is enjoying your independence. I'm enjoying my independence. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Um, I just stepped away for a minute. Look at this. All this stuff popped up. Anyway. We sort of have forgotten about jihad in the wake of the disastrous pullout of Afghanistan, which took U.S. forces out of the region, left a whole bunch of equipment there for them, and emboldened Russia and China while they were at, were at it. And the problem here is us losing interest in jihad is fine, but jihad is always going to be interested in us. They want to rule, they want this to be the one religious outlook of the planet. Now, right now in France, they have rioting, which seems to have no end in sight. It all happened over. And, and this is the thing about this rioting. If you remember with George Floyd, riots broke out simultaneously all over the United States like they were waiting on something to happen. They were waiting for an incident that could be the incident. And that's what happened with George Floyd. Other stuff like that happens on a daily basis. When the police are trying to take, you know, I'll, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this. If I get pulled over by a police officer, nine times out of ten, I'm going too fast. Now, I don't do anything else for a police officer to notice me. So if a police officer takes time to pull me over, I'm not going to get out there and go, I wasn't going that fast because I know he knows how fa exactly how fast I was going. And nine times out of ten, I admit to it, and I simply say to him, and now that I'm older, I can say, well, young man, young lady, whoever it is is pulling me over. I let them know that I got a gun, and I got a permit to carry that, and then I'm like, uh, I'm sorry about that. And they go, they take my license, they come back, I get a warning, I'm on my way. I don't get out there and, uh, you know, start getting out there and going, well, you know, I'm a sovereign citizen. I'm not driving, I'm traveling. I don't do none of that stuff. So, in France, they were waiting on this one incident to occur. Now they've got the rioting going on. You heard it in the news about that Algerian Ute who was in a car, who was too young to be in a car, too young to have a license, and he, he, he'd been doing a lot of stuff, and he was known to the cops, and they were trying to get him out of the car, and he wouldn't get out of the car, so he started to drive the car. Guess what? A kid in car is dangerous. So they shot him. What you have right now in France is you have a bunch of... Uh, Youth from the French underclass, you have a bunch of Muslim youth and children of Muslim migrants. They live in some ugly suburbs of Paris. They have a generous welfare system that means they don't ever have to have a job, but they're not looking for a job. They hate France. <laughs> they're not going to assimilate, and their own criminal activity pretty keeps them pretty much keeps them in the underclass. So, um, and rioting is a new thing that they, they picked it up. They started rioting in 2005 over claims of racial discrimination. And they, they're going to riot again after this one. And France has no idea what to do except coddle them. And they don't even mention that they are migrants anymore, let alone Muslims. They just, they're just uh, you know. It's social media's fault. And what they're doing, what they're doing, what they're trying to do is they're trying to sense out there, out, they're getting out there and saying, for the good of the nation, you have to take these videos down. And that's censorship. 
for the good of the nation, what they should do is something else altogether. But that's, you know. And the role of jihad abroad should never be, you know, dismissed, given that France has seen considerable new immigration from jihad-infested countries. Right now in France, just in France, they have 400,000 additional immigrants that are illegal immigrants. They, they have sort of, this, and that's something that the EU built into their little system there. So the Muslim base for those attracted to jihad has expanded because they're there. They can go there and operate with impunity. Now the Muslim mosques, to their credit, have called for peaceful protest rather than this barbarism that they see. And according to Le Monde, uh, the Grand Mosque of Paris issued its condolences to the family of man whose death at the hands of police, while defying police order yet called for calm in the neighborhoods, urging the youth not to react with violence. And right now, they were in the middle of a Muslim holiday, which got ruined by the riots. Then you see this on Twitter. And I'm not going to say it on the radio. I've, I've adopted a new one. You, you've heard the phrase, but I call it Aloha Snack Bar. Aloha Snack Bar, France. France will become an Islamic country through jihad. The entire world will be subject to Islamic rule. The French will convert to Islam, be forced to pay uh, jizya poll tax, or be fought against for the sake of Allah. Then uh, we get this uh, on Twitter. Islamic State promotes migration to the West for the purpose of waging jihad terrorism. So this suggests something about these terrorists that uh, maybe they've recalculated the way they do things. But, you know, recently, and I think, was it Belgium or the Netherlands? It was one of those countries where you saw this guy running around. He was finding people wheeling babies around in a stroller, and he was stabbing the babies in the stroller. The preponderance of evidence suggests that if jihadis aren't engaged in laid-out plans... To strike at France through its terrorism, at a minimum, they may be taking advantage of it. So, you know, the demonstrators are looking for a reason to blow things up, tear things down, and burn them, and hit people and stuff like that. So we have the shooting of this ute, and then the jihadis say, ah, outstanding. We'll get in with them, too. We'll dress the same as them and everything else. All of this is happening because France is loaded with purposeless migrant youth. And, you know, they're blaming social media for this. And it may have a ring of truth, given that revolting other phenomena, such as gangster glorification and the doings of that movie Cuties, which depicted North African and Sub-Saharan African girls twerking for audiences. This was all based on observed activities in France, and they are, they're, they're rampant. And things like that make migrants soulless and without empathy for others, and they, they wreck social capital. So France has a choice, and they, they, not much of one either. They, they need to get busy getting rid of the jihadis in their country, because they're what happens next. Just read what Eric Hoffer said to say about that in The True Believer that fanatics and mass movements arise out of people who've got a sense of already ruined lives. France has reached that stage already. Congratulations. Aren't you glad we saved you from the Nazis so that you could just consume yourselves from the inside out by inviting other people in? The, the jihadis are showing what they want to do. And they're showing what they can do.
And we see that here. There's little enclaves here and there, especially in Michigan. There's a lot of a lot of uh, little towns that have been. Now they call it something Istan or something like that. This is their. This is the Islamic philosophy. We'll beat you into compliance, and we we may let you comply, but we might not let you comply. And it's it's very uh, you know. Let's just say it's not like going and trying out a Baptist church. But you know, looking at looking at uh, looking at Europe and everything, the the fact that we went in and saved Europe and they became this welfare state. The reason France is like this, the reason this has happened, is because they're such a big welfare state that they don't have enough people paying into the welfare state. So they needed more bodies. That's the problem with the left. You got to have bodies. It's like the Matrix. Got to have that constant source of revenue coming in. And when that goes away, well, then we got to find a way to replace it. Right now, they're doing that here. They're doing that here in the United States. They're looking at uh, gas tax. And now that cars are one more efficient electric cars and people just can't afford gas, they've decided to get away from that and start charging you by how much you ride on the road. Can't do, but they're not going to take away the gas tax. They'll keep that too. Huh. You, there, we, we have an American aristocracy in place now. You know, you, you have another name for them. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. I just love this new computer. It just makes me feel so cute and cuddly. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is seven one three zero seven. I got a really interesting text here. I know who this guy is, and I, I mean, I'm just going to bring it up, okay? So the text: Yes, that white man in Florida shot and killed a black man that was on the news for simply pushing him, and he gets away with it just because of their specific laws. If I come up to you and say, you know what, I don't agree with your ideologies, Freddie, and I'm going to take exception by pushing you, does that give you the right to shoot and kill me? And common sense and practical thinking, is that really considered self-defense? Well, see, here's the problem with that, whoever the hell you are. Uh, when, if you come up and get physical, if I'm, first of all, if I'm walking around and you just walk up to me and say, I don't like the way you do your radio show, Freddy, and you shove me, you don't get, you have no say so in how, what I'm beginning to think about. Cause what I see is a stranger that I don't know coming up and getting physical with me. Now, first of all, I'm not afraid of getting physical. But I, you know, there's certain realities I have to face as somebody my age with certain things that have happened to me. So let me put it to you bluntly. In South Carolina, if I have imminent fear of bodily harm or death at the hands of an assailant, yes, indeed, I can pull a weapon out and I can shoot you. Yes. That's it. Uh, common sense would tell me that the first thing that should happen is you should think to yourself, there's that Bill Freddy that I don't agree with. I think I'm going to go over there and shove on him a little bit. You're not, you're not practicing common, this common sense. 
And you're definitely not th- you're not using practical thinking in that moment. Which leads, uh, you know what, this is an excellent lead into this. Because yesterday, yesterday I was at Walmart, okay? And I'm in Walmart, and I pull up to the, the, to the uh, uh, pedestrian crosswalk coming out of the front store. And there was one woman in the middle of the crosswalk, and I just sat there idling until she got out of the way. And then I started inching through. And then some Yahoo, and I hope you're listening, some Yahoo comes straight out the door and starts screaming at me because I'm supposed to stop because you just walked out in front of me. And no, I did not stop. Because I'm an adult. The whole time I was growing up, my parents would say, look both ways. That paint on the ground, that is not a guarantee. Was I maybe wrong a little bit? Yeah, maybe. But was I this kind, you know, does that mean that you have, you can, I thought the dude was going to come around. I was going to go, I was going over there to get my, uh, a prescription at the drive-thru. And I thought he was going to pull around and everything else because he, he was angry. Gosh, he was mad. Which sort of puts me in mind of you there, 361. You're saying that if I say something or do something, and this just makes you so angry, you can walk up to me and get physical with me, and I just got to sit there and just go, well, I guess this is the price of, uh, you know, the First Amendment. I just got to take that. I just got to take it from you. You got your reply. It's a two-way street. If you come up there and you get physical with me, at that point, if I decide to go no holds barred, guess what you're involved in? And you want to know what the problem with this is? The problem in America today, in certain certain places, I don't know where this, you know, I, I watch a b- bunch of YouTube videos where people are always going off on each other and everything else. And that's become that's become like one of those things where it's like, it's okay to be that way. It's not okay to be that way. What's wrong with just being polite? What's What's wrong with just... Sitting there and seeing something that might be a mistake and not taking umbrage at it. What's wrong with holding the door for a lady? What's wrong with striking up a conversation with somebody at the gas pump while you're pumping your gas? Why do we, why, you know, all of you compartmentalized, uh, think you're alphas, you know, you guys that are out there that think you can just scream at everybody and you can do whatever you want. You can't. You cannot. I have rolled up on many a person that was much more dangerous than me. And that doesn't strike fear in me, but the fact of the matter is there's a lot of people out there that are not what you think. And the problem is you don't know who they are. I treat everybody as if they're just regular human beings, right? And uh, that, you know, that are just nice, good, you know, however you want to put it. That's why I treat them. Unless they show me different. If they show me different, hey, I'm not going to sit there and ask for too much clarification. So we should actually be better to each other. We should. And if you take the, if you make the choice to get out there and say, well, you know, I don't like the way you think or I don't like the way you talk. So I'm going to come up to you and I'm going to shove you just to show you my displeasure. Well, okay. What you're asking for is not something you're considering. You're not considering what you're thinking about. You think it's okay to be demonstrative with your displeasure. And, yeah, that's fine. I mean, if you want to do a bunch of yelling or if you want to actually come up to me and actually have a conversation or something about something, you don't agree with me. No, nobody. No, I, I, it's not possible for everybody to agree with me. 
They didn't put me in this place so that I could get out here and try to make everybody like me. And I sort of embrace that. I get it. I understand it. It's a philosophical thing, but philosophy is never something to fight over. Philosophy is something to be discussed. Being told that 361 said last week he was going to protest a Trump rally and confront Trump supporters. Well, we obviously didn't hear about somebody getting dusted in, in Pickens, so that obviously didn't happen. Yeah, I was there for that. <laughs> we didn't say that. It would be quite interesting to meet 361, wouldn't it? Would be interesting. I would. I would be. Inter- I would be interested in meeting you, whoever you are, male or female. I, I would really be. You know, you you try to be a provocateur on the text line. That's about as weak as it gets. It could be a little weaker. You could maybe get on Twitter and talk about me. And I, since I don't go to Twitter, I don't see it. It's like one of those things where if a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound? You're out here. You're out here. You're probably. It'd be interesting to listen to you rant if you're actually capable of that, because I know that there's no, there's no answer for you. You think everybody should be allowed to do whatever they want to whoever they want if they disagree with them, and that's just not true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And if that hurts your feelings, tough. <laughs> that's tough. I have learned to put up with having my feelings hurt, because that's life. I was taught as a child that talk is just talk. It means nothing. If you get up here and you push me, though, on the other hand, that's a, that's a whole other thing. If you get out there and you try to, you know, if that dude yelling at me is one thing. If dude had come around to try to find me, now he's in a whole different situation. And if, you, if you're out there and you're listening, Yahoo, um, I'm sorry that I didn't see you come running out the door so you could get in front of my pickup truck, but I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the way this breaks down. That paint is not a guarantee, and most of the time when people challenge pickup trucks, pickup trucks have a unbeaten streak. Unless, of course, I'm doing the three miles an hour I was doing as I idled through that. So getting out there and showing me all of that rage and, and you getting out there talking about this stuff, saying about how unreasonable that is, this all comes down to the way I take what you project. And it doesn't matter what you think or how I should take it. It doesn't matter if you come up and shove at me or you start screaming at me or whatever it is, for whatever reason it is, now you're, and the texter gets it right, you're, now you're playing a stupid game. You're playing a stupid game. And you're playing one that I intend to win. But guess what? You get the prize. And I, you know, I will simply walk away from you and let you have that. You get that one shot. I will turn the cheek one time. One. Then after that, you have indicated to me what it is you seek. And I'm going to be the express delivery boy. The deep state. We're going to talk about it at the bottom of the state. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. All right, before we get into the deep state, this is just too good. 
GS Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is seven one three zero seven. I I have been made very well aware of this uh, cat who comes into the text line. First of all, you're a little coward, punk. You are an absolute little coward. And you got your phone number up there, right? You know, I can find you by your phone number. You think that can't happen? So this is this is this is this guy's text, okay? Well, heck, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take some of the bad stuff out of it. Then I guess if we won't abide by those factors, I'm just going to start shooting people for looking at me the wrong way. I might as well do a preemptive strike. They might have something up their sleeve, and as soon as I turn my head, I might get sucker punched. So I might as well just go ahead and shoot them. I'm reporting you, pal. I'm going to do a screen grab right now of this text. And I'm going to get with law enforcement. Because you are obviously a little dangerous little gremlin, aren't you? A little goblin. A, a, a little, uh, uh, you know, whatever it is I want to call you. But you're basically a coward. And you're out there trying to, you, you want to be a provocateur and stir the pot and everything else. This is, you know, wherever a person has a legal right to be, if they're not breaking the law, you don't have any right to roll up on them and shove them. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm being told on the text line, well, this guy's always in here with Charlie and everything else. Well, listen, if you're going to say, if you're going to say dangerous stuff, pal, you might just get reported. How would you like that? You want to be reported? Or you could pick up the phone and call me and try to, uh, you know, 1-800-905-0989. I would love to have a verbal debate with you. But you're, a key, you're another keyboard commando. Go ahead, report me. I don't have any violent charges of felonies. I'm just making a case and pointing on your way of thinking. No, you're not. My way of thinking is not my way of thinking. It's based on the law in the state in which I live. And you're making a statement based on a guy who acted based on a law in which he lived. So what he did was lawful. If I were to do it, it would be lawful. I'm not going to do anything unlawful. It is unlawful to look at somebody that is looking at you the wrong way, perhaps, not even seeing you, and shoot them. Though That's unlawful. You don't have to have violent charges or felonies to be, be be dangerous. Now, in your case, I don't think you're dangerous. I doubt you even own a gun. I doubt that you get out of your, out of your mom's basement. What's the name of that? What's the, what's the name of that video game, Tim? That everybody plays Fortress. What is it for? Um, Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. You're probably a Fortnite streamer. <laughs> And you probably do things that are physical, but you're a LARPer. You're, you, you LARP all the time. You got a LARP sword and you got a LARP lance and <laughs> a LARP, a LARP, uh, uh, shield and all this other stuff. I doubt that you own a gun. And if you do own a gun, then you, you obviously, uh, you've, you've slipped through the cracks because not everybody with, with mental issues like yours should be allowed to buy a gun. So. Uh, you know, as far as all the rest of this stuff, you want to try to make a point. Okay, texting somebody something means that there's no tone in the voice. If you're saying that, and it's like, well, I could just go out there and shoot people into all this, other, and you're making it a farce, well, then you can hear that when you hear it. But when you just text it, guess what you just did? You're showing violent tendencies. <laughs> you're showing violent tendencies. And this is, you know, this is fine. This happens all the time. People with violent tendencies, they get out there sooner or later and they, they act out on them and they roll up on the wrong person and they get blown out of their socks that their mom bought them. 
Now, if you don't like the law as it is in this state, if you live in this state or whatever state you live in, if you don't like the laws, then you need to petition your, your, your representatives and try to get them changed. And if it is the law where I, you know, here in South Carolina, we have castle doctrine. Castle doctrine means that whatever, wherever I am at, that I am legally allowed to be, like my car, like the shopping mall, whatever it is, where I am, and I'm not saying that, uh, and no, I, so this is the next text. So you're basically saying it's okay to shoot and kill somebody like the man did in Florida. It's okay to shoot and kill somebody that's attacking you. Yes, it is. Somebody that's attacking you wins. Here's your prize. It is okay to shoot and kill somebody if they are attacking you. Nobody out there gets to go on somebody else and try to hurt them. For no particular reason. So yes, that's okay. So yes, I'm, that's what I'm saying. So I guess you got a problem with me and, you know, I guess you'll text me some more. Oh no, what, what shall I do? What shall I do? Tim, Tim. What, how can triggering me so? I'm so afraid of three six one, who who does nothing but troll on the text line. He's probably very dangerous. Uh, I'm I'm shaking. I'll bet you this is a guy that wears a pair of those bass weegins, but they're too big. You know, slip on loafers because <laughs> he thinks they're cool, and he's translucent white because he never sees the sun. And he gets on here and he sees these live streams of people that aren't afraid to actually talk to other people and make eye contact with other people to try to try to get out there and and uh, and be a part of the community and that's that's alien to him. Yeah, no, yeah, I can so see then he, that. Then he's got to use phrases like common sense and practical thinking. Here's some common sense for you. There's three six one. If you don't want none, don't start none. <laughs> Very simple. You're talking about a guy in Florida who shot somebody that shoved him. Why did the guy that got shot, why did he shove the other guy? And how far he was away from him, is means that means nothing. There's something called the Tuller Drill. And what, what does this mean? Oh, I see. Bring your son in landscaping. I see plenty of sun because I do landscaping for a living. Congratulations. Uh, you know, so what? <laughs> you just fell for the shiny thing. You just fell for what I... You're trying to troll me, and I just trolled you, and you replied to my trolling you. You're, now you're defending yourself. About, no, no, I get out in the sun. I get out in the sun. You are... You... Uh, Give me my shovel. I'll show you. I get sun. Look, I've got. Look, I got the. I got the. I got the tan lines on my shirt. Sometimes I take off my shirt. I get sun on my upper torso too. I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, that's great. You do landscaping and everything. Uh, I, you obviously have plenty of time to think a bunch of stupid stuff while you're digging up or laying sod or whatever it is. And landscaping is an art. I like. I like the outdoors. I raise bonsai. You know, if you were just to take a moment and just take in a deep breath and exhale, um, you would probably find out that we have a lot of things in common. (laughs) 
His reply, you know, one thing about me is I will agree with the points on the other side of the bait if they're on the, if they're true, but you can't even agree with logical thinking. It's not logical to think that they should be able to attack you and you just got to sit there and take it. Sorry. It's not logical. That's not logic. Logic dictates to me that I do not go up and mess with anybody that I don't know because I don't know what they may be capable of. I have no malice in my heart for anybody for any particular reason. The only time I bring malice is if somebody comes at me and tries to attack me. Then they flip a switch on me and I become hyper-violent. And I, yes, if it comes down to it, I will use whatever means I have to deanimate the attacker. And then I will go through all of the physiological changes I go through as I go into shock and all the other things. And I will be alive to go through all that stuff. And then somebody like you will sit back as an armchair quarterback. What, what, what do you do if somebody comes up and shoves you? What if you're just walking around and somebody's like, hey, I don't like the way you laid that sod. And they start shoving you around. What are you going to do? You're just going to take that? You're going to just take that while you're topless and getting some sun? Is that what you do while you're out there landscaping? Is that what you do? I'm just asking. Somebody saying, hey, Bill, I bet 361 does landscaping and his mom's cut off yoga pants. Some of these textures have some serious imaginations at play. Imaginations at play. <laughs> He's telling me I'm glad you're not in charge of the nuke button. Well, I don't know why. I'm, I... I, I I have been involved and been in, in, in theaters where nuclear war was a possibility. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm glad you're not in charge of anything. Chew that one, will you? I, I really do enjoy it. Maybe if I don't get have, have some more entertainment thrown my way, we'll get to what I want to talk about. Uh, this is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Well, I'm going to leave 361 alone now. He's been the, the mouse to me being the cat, and I've toyed with him enough. Let's go to the phones. Oyster Man in Traveler's Rest. Yes, sir. Yeah, how you doing? You doing all right? I'm just trying to cope, you know, just trying to run this radio show. Not well, Trying to run it, not run it into the ground, you know? Well, you're doing good. I think the man wears panties under his clothes, but that's just me. <laughs> Okay, and if he's out in the sun, he should have done the sun deal like you and I did, and I'm fighting skin cancer now, okay? I'm an yeah. Army veteran. Sure. But here's the thing. Uh, you and I both walked the walk so that others could talk the talk. I wish they would just shut up, go back to sleep, and then wake up again. Well, that would be nice, but I mean, I, you know, first of all, I don't know anything about this cat, right? I don't know anything about him. Yeah. And what he doesn't understand is that uh, for somebody like me, I don't want any trouble with anybody, right? And getting mm -hmm. out there and looking at certain laws and saying that this means it's okay to do this and this means it's okay to do that. No, it doesn't mean that. It has never meant that. It was not designed mm -hmm. to mean that. What it means no. is you, you have a way to def defend yourself against an attack. That's it. That's all it means. It 
it's kind of like as a medic and an LPN, I had to learn martial arts to keep Marines from beating the heck out of me when yeah. I was trying to sew them up from something else. You know, it's just that it was that simple. But the one thing um, that really bothered me uh, was when you were talking about uh, special children being born and people wanting to get rid of, you know, malfeasance and everything else. Yeah, well, that I helped. In, yeah, I helped in um, uh, LPN school up at Fort Bragg. Fort Bragg is still my name of that base. Sure. But um, I was in LPN school. I helped deliver five babies. Three of them didn't make it to the delivery table. We had them right there in the bed. Right. We had two, one that did. But the thing was, you could always see the happiness in the women's faces when you put that newborn baby on their chest. Yeah. And that was what it was worth. And then I never helped. Um, deliver a special needs baby. But the thing was, from those that did, it was the same thing. That was a new life. It was a new thing to the family, and they were happy. Um, now, I will tell you, I almost got to Fort Puke. Oh, no, that's Fort Polk for basic training uh, back in 75. I, I, I hope I didn't insult you when I said that. Okay. Well, I mean, I re-enlisted. When I got stationed at Fort Polk, I re-enlisted to get out of there. Okay. I re-enlisted. I said, okay, I'll go to Fort... Send me to Fort Campbell. Get me out of here right now on the express. Exactly. Well, I I was almost sent there for basic, and they just had changed to mechanized, and I ended up at Fort Lost in the Woods of Misery. Yeah, well, Fort Leonard Wood for the Fort, un, uninitiated. Yep, yep. Walking in the mud up to your... Uh, kneecaps, and the thing was, we had one little short guy. He made he made minimum height, but his duffel bag was as big as he was. And back then, you know, we had to carry our duffel bags out to our bivouac in our last week of training. Well, we had a group of people. He was walking in the same mud I was, but it was over his knees and up to his hips. And so... <laughs> Me and three other guys picked him up. One in the back with the duffel bag, with the bottom of the duffel bag. Right. I picked up the left arm. He, another one picked up the right arm, and we let him walk across the mud. Sure. And the right. well, see, I, when when when, when I be, when, when I became a sergeant, well, I don't have time to tell you the story. I don't have time to tell you the story. Listen, thanks, Oyster Man. Thanks for the call. You have a good Independence Day, there, Trooper. And as for the rest of you, I'll be back in about 21 hours, 22 hours, 22 hours from now, I'll be back. And uh, maybe 361 will come for some more Smackdown, son. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.